This is the official Caps Shirt Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll, and I am here with that snack, Polly Cupcakes. Wow. Starting off uh, starting off hot, banging my phone around. <laughs> What's up, Caps fans? Um, if you're watching the stream, you can see me in my big belly wearing my 2018 Stanley Cup shirt. I love it. That's a nice shirt. It I think is. I like that one better than mine. I think honestly. I got it from NHL.com. Nice. Uh yeah, it's good stuff. It's gray. I love it. <laughs> All right, well, Caps fans, it's not t- quite time for the madness that is college basketball in March, but that doesn't mean the fun has to wait. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is giving all new players the chance to cash $100. New customers bet $1 on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. And if your team makes it rain, you cash $100. That's right. All it takes for one three-pointer being hit by your chosen team to turn $1 into $100. Sounds like a no-brainer. This is a slam dunk of an offer that won't be around forever, so head to the App Store now, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and get in on all of the action. If basketball isn't for you, DraftKings Sportsbook has daily odds on hockey, soccer, and so much more. DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion to its customers since 2012, so they know a thing or two about big paydays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to get your shot to turn $1 into $100 when you bet any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. That's promo code THPN for new customers to get a shot at 101 odds on any basketball team to hit a three-point shot only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Caps fans, it's probably the best deal you've ever heard. So if you're into sports gambling, if you're if you need a sportsbook app, definitely check out DraftKings Sportsbook and use code THPN. Not only do you get this deal that we just told you about, but you will get promos for several other uh, crazy deals that honestly sound too good to be true, but I promise you are not. So again, download DraftKings Sportsbook. That's THPN code THPN to get your perks or benefits from it. Uh, and you know what? Just thank us later. Thank us later. All right. So paid the bills. Cavs fans, we've got a great episode for you today. As always, hockey troll hip check. I'll be talking about um, a guy in St. Louis who just, he got pulled. He was goalie and started punching people in the face. And that's fucking awesome. And we'll also be talking about uh, what? Polly and you in the snack time with Polly Cupcakes. We're going to talk about Ovechkin and Backstrom and their 700 club uh, situations. Okay. The mile markers yes. that are ever so hard to achieve. Um, <clears throat> yeah. No, this is this is great. I think, uh, I think we're going to have a great episode as per tradition. So I guess we should just kind of pop it open, huh? Let's kick it. One, two, three. 
Oh, these late or not late night recording sessions. I feel like sometimes we talk too much off air and we we lose content. You ever feel that? Probably. We 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 do <laughs> a little too much broing out, not enough work. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Um <clears throat> well, Cavs fans, um I hope that by the time that we're you're listening to this, the Caps have extended a win streak. As of Sunday, we are sitting atop the standings, looking down on all of the other plebeians uh, who are beneath us, which is the entire Eastern Division. Uh, the Penguins are currently outside looking in. Gotta love that. I mean, that's it's a good day in sports for us. It's a good time, you know? Love it. They say you need to enjoy the little things, and I'm feeling good right now. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> well, speaking of... Of the Penguins. Mm. Their minor league affiliate, our hometown team, the Wheeling Nailers. Yes, sir. Um, people <clears throat> may know them as made famous by Paul Bissonnette and the starting point of Capitals head coach Peter Laviolette's coaching career in the ECHL, the Wheeling Nailers, had a line brawl and a goalie fight on February 28th. So if you haven't seen it on Twitter or heard about it yet, I think it was a 6-1 to victory over Utah. They might be the Grizzlies, maybe. Yeah. 6-1 um, to victory. And just, you know, wheeling nailers on YouTube or on Twitter, and you'll find the February 28th game pretty wild if you enjoy some <laughs> fighting minor league hockey. Yeah, and our goalie really just beat the shit out of me. Like, he slugged him a couple times in the face hard. Uh, quite like the tilly. If if uh, if they were ever to, like, redo Slapshot, they should use that footage. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Gotta love, gotta love the ECHL, man. East Coast, baby. Let's go. Yeah, and I think the Nailers are the oldest existing franchise that remains. No shit. Because they go back to the early 90s in Winston-Salem. I don't know if anyone's older than them. Um, Interesting. But, yeah. I mean, they're they're definitely one of the founding members. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, and the town, as shitty as Wheeling is, <laughs> has <laughs> fought very hard to keep them, and it's probably one of the best things that this has ever happened to Wheeling, is keeping the nailers around. Absolutely. You know, and it, it, it brought... Into our lives, friend of the pod, Grant Van Lar, who's also good friend to Jay Beagle mm-hmm. and a movie star as the backup goalie in Mystery Alaska. <laughs> yep. You like how everybody I'm talking about, we have a personal and a Capitals connection. Right, right. Uh, Stefan Brenner, friend of the pod, played with Wheeling for uh, quite a while. What's he hold the penalty minutes record? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, uh, he was on the pod and he was coached by Laviolette in his first year and him and at Lavi's first year, because Lavi only did one year of the coast. They were rookies together. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Had nothing but good things to say to, to old Pete about old Peter at Laviolette. So awesome. Really yeah. good stuff. So if we were playing one of those games, like, you know, here's two words, make, connection in five steps we've already made three capitals connections right on this show 
was that like three degrees of separation? Yeah, like that okay. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, and we're, we're we know people. Okay, yeah, we're yeah. just name dropping left and right today, folks. This is uh, this is all about clout for us right now. We're just here to <laughs> pump our own tires. Right? Absolutely, absolutely. Or uh, it's hockey, so uh, we sharpen our own skates. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. I've tried to uh, coin a lot of things. That one isn't so good. Yeah, you're really you're really on this roll of like trying to coin things. So, you know, stop trying to make it a thing. It's not going to be a thing. Okay. Fine. Well, clueless. No. Old Craig for Craig Anderson. Old Craig. Yeah. Yeah. And the Tilly Dilly or Dilly Tilly. Yeah. I'm clever sometimes. You know, it's funny. Uh, high school. Chantilly, we used to call it, we we used to call it Tilly in high school. That makes sense. Yeah, Tilly. So it was like a Tilly Lax. Tilly Lax, you know, Tilly basketball. It's better than like Shanty. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. Because, you know, looking back, it sounds not that great. But, you know, let's go Chargers. Shout out Chargers. <laughs> silver and purple. Yeah, I'm black. Silver, black, and purple. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, before we get into your uh, skit, not skit, segment, um, I did want to bring up, we have an on this date, which is very relevant because uh, when this episode drops, it's Thursday, so we are in the middle of a two-game stand in Boston. Mm -hmm. So hopefully, the Capitals won last night. Hopefully. But on this date, March 3rd, or, well, on this date yesterday. Okay. So this anniversary is the same day as the as the game that happened yesterday. Okay. So, on this date, March 3rd, 2008, the Capitals beat the Bruins 10-2. to Let me just list off all the Capitals that scored. Okay. Here's some, some good names. Right. Forgot this guy played for us, Matt Cook. Oh, yeah. Ovechkin. Jesus. Ovechkin. Matt Bradley, mm. the man who we traded to give Ovi the C. Right. Ovechkin, Brooks Like, Backstrom, Donald Brashear, featured, hey. featured on our Black History Month segment uh, yeah. a couple weeks ago. And then Brooks Like again, and Matt Bradley again. Um, <clears throat> 10 to 2? 10 to 2. Man, those are like the running. Those are the good old days of young Ovi and young Backstrom, and the Caps just being one hundred percent about offense and about one hundred and twenty negative percentile points about defense. Yeah, I mean, Backy, one goal, three assists, and Ovi was the exact opposite, which I feel like is like the perfect sum, perfect sum of their careers. Sure, um, that kind of ratio. Yeah. Uh, and to add to how special that was, mm-hmm. Ovi's hat trick goal was his 150th career goal. Wow. Just looked that up right before the show. Nice. That's a good on this date. Yeah. So hope. Oh, and, uh, Chara had an assist in that game. Heck yeah. And Brashear fought Sean Thornton. And Chara. Brashear had two Tillies. <laughs> Beat them both up. 
Yeah. <laughs> Char found himself in the box a couple times. Sure. But, uh, you know, that's, that is quite a historic game to look back on. Uh, yeah, a Ole, lot of action. That's craziness. Wild, man. Yeah, and Ole Kolzig actually came in at the end. So this must have been the, the season when Hue was stealing his net. Yeah. Um. I mean, he just came in at the end. He only faced five shots. So, I don't know if Huey got hurt or what, but uh, cool seeing those names, too. Huey and Kolzig, you right. know, in the in Semen, he had a goal or an assist. So, yeah, yeah. just seeing all these names, man. It's just member Nostalgia. berries. Yeah, member berries. Love it. Good stuff, Polly. Well, there's your uh, Blast from the Past, Cap, uh, Caps fans. Man, there's, there's some old names for sure. Gotta love to see it. Um, should we get into the hockey troll hip check? I don't see why not. All right, here it is. This is the hockey troll hip check. What's that inspirational message say? So, on the bottom of my Magic Hat number nine, uh, no free ads really, but honestly, sponsor us, please. Uh, to to all, to ale is bad. To ale, A-L-E, is good. Uh, was the first one A-I-L? Yes. yes like Paula. sick. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's how, that's the joke. Yes. Well, um, you spelled one of them out, not the other. Okay. Yeah, but if you're a all right, whatever, Polly. I guess I just have to spell everything out for you. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> uh, I've been popping these beers open all night, thinking that they are uh, pop tops. They're definitely twist offs. Did not know that. Oh, that would have been nice before you pulled out your damn buck knife. Yeah, <laughs> to try to open one. Hey, I didn't cut myself. We're okay. Um, <laughs> anyways. Caps fans, this, I don't know if you guys have seen this, this replay, but uh, there's a certain goalie, Stanley Cup champion goalie in St. Louis named Jordan Bennington, and he got pulled uh, in the second period of last Saturday's game against San Jose after the Sharks, uh, Evander Kane scored his second of the game. Uh, This is after allowing four goals in just 19 shots, two from Kane, Two from Timo Meyer. Uh, first half of the game, you know, it, it, bad. This is a bad, bad game for Bennington. Um, yeah. Which isn't all out of all necessarily out of the ordinary, right? Goalies have bad games, but <laughs> Bennington decides to just go and start punching people on the in the face on the way out as a goaltender, right? So he starts off. He goes by uh, Radim Sumek and just one, immediately 180s and gives him the business, just throws him up against the boards a little bit. And being the goaltender that he is, kind of like does that and like scurries away. Then takes tries to like block or smash Eric Carlson about half a second later. Like, and who ever even wants to hit Eric Carlson? I mean, <laughs> yeah. come on. Like... To the, like, blocker to the teeth, too. Wasn't, like, a... I mean, stick-in-hand blocker, like, right yeah. to the face. Blockers are deadly. 
Yeah, that that is not a that's not a stiff right arm that you wanna you wanna see. That's for sure. Uh, taking a straight right from the blocker is definitely losing your teeth worthy. If there's enough yeah enough force behind that, those things are rock hard. Um, and then and then he finishes it off. And so like, <laughs> all right, so he finishes it off by trying to fight the the goal, like kind of Devin Dubnik, like sh- pushing and shoving Dubnik. And then the the linesman and the ref like get him off the ice. Uh, <laughs> as soon as he starts skating around, as soon as he hits uh, Semek, he or Simic, I'm not sure how you spell or how you pronounce it, but the the refs like grab Simic and are like, "All right, that's enough. Just let him. He's just mad. Let him go." And then he like stiff arms. He give, stiff arms Carlson, and people are like, "What is going on?" <laughs> and then. Uh, him and Dubnik get into it and then, and then the refs kind of swarm them like, okay. So there's a couple takeaways you could take away from here. And I know that Polly yours is going to be negative. Uh, and we'll get into that in a second, but I'm going to give him a little bit of props, um, for the exact same reason as to why you think it's negative Polly. And that's because goalies are untouchable, right? Yeah. Goalies get away with all the bullshit and that angers you, right? Polly. Yeah. Yeah, so very much so, right? Because they're not technically not like the another player in that sense, right? They get special treatment, and you don't you don't like that. Uh, <laughs> no, but I look at it as as in he knew he was going to get this special treatment, and he's pissed off. You might as well just run around and just sock a. Co- I mean, he didn't look. He didn't do it to hurt anybody. He didn't hurt anybody. He kind of just like went around and bitch slapped a couple people <laughs> and just skated off the ice. I got to res- I got to give him props for that. I think that he knew his I knew he knew the boundary and he stepped right up to the edge of it, bitch slapped like three people and then got off the ice and was just, you know, big fuck you to everybody else. I I think that's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, when I so I didn't I didn't hear it watch it with any sound, but it, I watched it just like on like Twitter. Mm-hmm. Or I think it was, might've been Facebook. And, uh, I was just like, that is awesome. <laughs> it just cracked me up. I don't know why. I mean, yeah, it was funny. Yeah. Um, but I also, I liken goalies to like, you ever see like when people tweet something like y'all never been punched in the face for something you said and it shows, <laughs> you know, like when people tweet stuff like that and I, that just hits home with me. Like, people need to be accountable for what they say and do, and goalies aren't. You know, like, unless a goalie gets thrown out of the game, pretty much anything he does, even if he does get penalized, someone else has to serve for him. And listen, when it comes to my own goalie, I'll protect him like an unhatched egg. (laughs) Right. But, in general... It pisses me off. So, in all right, wait, wait, wait. I like the fact that Dubnik came after him because sure. what I was saying to you is they're untouchable. So really, the only people to police a goalie is the other goalie. Yeah, you got to fight fire with fire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which you know, I didn't get to see the game. Maybe that's what happened in the Naylor game when that goalie fight happened. Yeah. Um, but you know, I mean, it is funny. It, I, I, it's a funny situation. Right. But I also 
goalies are head cases. Sure, and I find it mostly funny because it's kind of like, uh, like a little kid trying to fight his really bigger brother. Yeah, and like, cause everybody just kind of like, <laughs> everybody was taking his punches, just kind of like, you know, they were talking so much shit, like while he was doing that. Yeah, right. Like he's over there, like throw, you know, toss. His own teammates weren't even like, you know, they were like so caught off guard that they weren't even around him to like protect him. Yeah. He's just over there, like. Just stirring up shit, um, like the little rascal that he is. I thought it, I thought it was just hilarious to to watch. Well, I think goalies in general are mm-hmm. little guys. Like they're they're you mean really like skinny. Yeah, they're yeah. like they're like like I don't think Flurry's got like nothing on. Them. You know, they're they're super sure. flexible and quick. Like they're and they're lanky, great. gangly, gangly. They're great could, athletes, but they are not built to fight. <laughs> right, right, yeah. And so he probably was just tossing pillows. Exactly. Plus, man, I mean, I don't know if you've ever had the you've had the goalie pads on. Yeah, I remember in beer league, uh, and uh, we played an amazing game in front of you, by the way, to get you that W. But uh, it's hard to move in those pads. Very, very hard. Even if you were incredibly strong, I mean, you'd have to be incredibly strong to do any damage. Wearing that chest protector and all the all the leg pads and everything, you know. You have to be Patty Waugh. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, and I think Patrick Waugh's anger was or was is just impotent rage. I think that was just like a rage. Yeah, you know, that's like thing. personal life bubbling up, and then <laughs> yeah. he he found a a safe place to let it out. <laughs> Chris Osgood's face. Right. Exactly. Um, yeah. But. I guess the whole point of this is to laugh at the situation <clears throat> and kind of, for me, give a little pat on the back to Bennington for, you know, you want to talk about players that play to the edge. I think that that was about as close to the edge because he didn't get any more. He didn't get a penalty for any of that. Of course not. Right. He's a goalie. <laughs> they kick him out of the game, but he doesn't get a damn penalty. Right. And so, it, but I, I just, he's taken advantage. I feel like it was great because... He took advantage of everything that his position holds. And I know that, you, and I know it was funny that we brought it up because you're on a, the, the opposite spectrum saying that he took advantage like a little bitch, which kind of, but at the same time, uh, it, it, I just thought it was hilarious to just like step to that line. Cause if I was really pissed off, that is, ab- that is absolutely something I would do wearing the pads. Yeah. You know that too. Like in beer league, I would go over. Yeah. If I was getting pulled in a game like that, I would definitely just be like, well, my night's over anyways. Who am I going to piss off on the way out? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. So Caps fans, if you haven't, if you haven't seen this clip and it's, it's funny. I just feel, you know, hockey's such a unique sport, dude. You wouldn't see any of this. Like if, if, okay. So, the amount of physical abuse that anybody took in that would probably be like the equivalent of like uh, two dugouts rushing the mound. <laughs> <laughs> you really think no one gets hurt in two dugouts? I I mean, for the most part, no. Okay, yeah. When you watch a baseball fight, there's a lot of haymakers that miss. Yeah, and you know they're baseball players; they're softer than baby shit. I. I let me just say this. 
Okay, I would liken that, the amount of damage done to, like, two dugouts clearing or uh, two football teams fighting or probably more damage would be done in a basketball brawl. So more damage was done when Bennington just shoved a couple people than an entire league's worth of basketball brawls in the NBA. But... That's yeah. just because basketball is even softer. But well, in those sports, well, first of all, but I'm hold on. What yeah. I was, what my point was, is that there would be such a like media buzz around that. Yeah, and it's nothing to hockey. It's <laughs> right. just laughing. <laughs> it's just like what the fuck? That's hilarious, right? right? But I feel like the equivalent to that is like a brawl in basketball, a brawl in like a dugout clearing brawl in baseball, and like a sideline brawl in football to have the goalie just go and just start smacking people on the way out of getting pulled. (laughs) Like, and he went off in the corner, like Mm. San Jose, not, yeah, they don't go behind the bench. Well, yeah, because San Jose has the, the shark head that everybody comes out of. Yeah. You know, they got like an old school rink. Well, it's just a rink. I mean, New York has that. The Islanders have that. Lots of, Rinks have it where you don't go off the back of the bench. I think that's way cooler. Having to like go skate. No, go. I like going off the back of the bench. Yeah, I think it's a little bit more safe too, probably. Yeah, less fan situation. Yeah, but I mean, but I I think it's just kind of, it'd be interesting to see the stats behind, uh, (laughs) behind who has to skate across the ice to exit the ice and who has to, uh, who gets the the bench exit? But it makes more of a, a little bit of a walk of shame moment for him. Yeah, because it was the second period that he got pulled in, which was the period of the long change. Yeah. So he had to let go <laughs> all the way from one end of the ice to the other, and so I just the timing was perfect. So I this is why I say like it's hilarious. I got to give Jordan Biddington props for just smacking a couple people in frustration on the way out. Total hockey troll move there, uh, Jordan. So props to you, buddy. Yeah. It, it very much is in your wheelhouse. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> Cavs fans, let us know what you thought about it. I think that it was awesome. So as I've said a hundred times now, but let's take a quick break uh, and hear from our, uh, our, our podcast, uh, blah, 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 our internal podcast promo, the Red Ring, Red Wings rant. He's my brother Mike. He's my brother Matt. And we are the brothers of discussion hosting Red Wings Rant, where tirades and impassioned pleas about your Detroit Red Wings finally have a hope. In a season mired in tragedy and despair, we are here to be your audible Earl Grey to bring joy placidity, and perspective to one of the roughest eras of Red Wing history. Ah! We honor the past. Find the positives in the present. I swear they're there. And paint the picture of what's to come in the winged wheel's future. Paul Woods here on the radio broadcast of Detroit Red Wings, and I'm going to play games like Who's That, Who's that Pokemon? Pokemon? Where Matt has to try and guess quotes pulled right out of context for Jeff Blashaw, and we got to figure out who that Red Wing is. <laughs> Every episode, we put ourselves in the legendary shoes of Steve Iserman and play Be the GM, finding ways to ice a competitive team while accumulating assets for the franchise's future. 
We also shoot the breeze. Some of the great local and national voices in Red Wings hockey, including Ken Kell and Keith Gave and Greg Wyshynski and Ryan Lambert. Check us out every Monday and Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere else you listen to podcasts. And check us out live every Wednesday and Sunday for Red Wings reactions and live conversations with you on our YouTube channel, The Brothers of Discussion. There's some good radio voices. Yeah, I, you know, they're, they're two brothers, obviously. Uh, and, I mean, the Clink Bros, man. They're, they're awesome. So much passion. So much, uh, I just, I can't get up for that. I don't know if I, I can't, I don't think that's my style, bro. Yeah. Like to be so peppy. up. Yeah. Peppy. There you go. That's a good I one. mean, it's, it's like they're doing <clears throat> radio or like a news broadcast. Yeah. I mean, it absolutely works. Don't get me wrong. In fact, I was looking at that and I was like, man, our podcast sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they're more like, uh, they're like a news anchor and we're like NPR. What? Like, How are we like NPR? Like the monotone. Oh, down. they're like they're like sports jock rock radio. Yeah. And we're like NPR. Yeah. Polly, that is I don't think I don't think that's a very flattering uh what? You know, assessment of our shit. It's not. You weren't being flattering either. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't take it to like that fucking level, dude. Jesus Christ. Today we're gonna talk about the uh, rising gas prices in the Middle East. <laughs> I'm Cal Rizdahl, and you are Cal Rizdahl. That's who I listen to on NPR. Maybe that's why. Maybe I've been listening to too much NPR. What can you do in newscaster voice? I think this is my newscaster voice. And up next is Snack Time with Polly Cupcakes. <laughs> well, with that being said, it might as well be. It's snack time with Polly Cupcakes. Mm. You know what? That uh, that theme music just makes me want to light a candle and get the lube out. Yeah. Some, <laughs> some M&M's maybe. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, because... Setting the mood just makes me hungry. <laughs> All right. So, um, we are here again. Well, it's March, but we are here again in February with mm-hmm. a 700 milestone on the horizon. Yes. And what I'm here to talk about is how time slows down when 700 is on our minds. So last season, OV had a hat trick on February 4th. That put him at 698. That put him on everybody's radar. On the, the cap- precipice, if you will. Yeah. You know, NHL was marketing the heck out of that. They they were putting it I think they were putting the Capitals on national TV for like they were bu- they were arranging the schedule so that they were getting national exposure. Yeah, so many other bums got bumped. Yeah. During this time, I remember this, yes. And so it was a great time to be a Caps fan. It took 7 games before he <laughs> gathered those next two 
to give him 700 in New Jersey on February 23rd. Ted Leonsis was like, hey, Ovi, can you just like let us get some more national exposure? Just like chill out for a little bit. Right? It's like being in the uh, Stanley Cup again. Right. <laughs> um, so it took him seven day or seven games, two weeks. Yeah. So, you know, that definitely felt like time was crawling. And now we have another situation. Backy, he's at 699 assists. Everybody's talking about it on Twitter. Um, they keep talking about it during the broadcasts. You keep seeing tweets like, let me get a, a Backstrom to OV play. You know, and that yeah. would be perfect if it, it was would. on an OV goal. But, you know, it, it was in in a time where OV was in a bit of a, I, mean, I wouldn't say a drought, but people were acting like it was a drought. Yeah, yeah. So, like, it would have been perfect. Ovi hasn't scored in a couple games. It'd be Backstrom's 700th. But so, um, you know, this is kind of a weird year in terms of stats. And that adds to time slowing down. And what I mean by that, Nick Backstrom, the assist king, we're waiting for him to get one more. He hasn't had an assist, or no, what I have. Oh, in the last six games, he only has one assist in two games. So he's gone in the last six games, four games, he didn't register an assist. Right. But in his 21 games played, he's got 10, oh no, that's Ovi. Sorry. Right. No. no, he's got 10 no. goals. Yeah. Oh, Brett Backy's got 10 Backy, goals. He's got yeah. way more goals this year than assists. It's like, he, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. I see what you're saying, the dichotomy. So he's scoring so many goals. He's got 21 games, 10 goals, 15 assists. And then we've got Ovi, who's got seven goals and 10 assists in 17 right. games. Right. And so we're all waiting for this one assist. Yeah. And, He's just not getting them at the pace we're waiting for. And it just feels just like Ovi's situation where we've been on the lookout for Backstrom to hit this milestone for like seven or eight games because he's been in the ballpark. And he's just not – he's scoring goals instead of getting assists. And it's right. just – it's pretty crazy. It, it's one year apart. History's repeating itself. Yeah, and I mean <clears throat> the hype – I remember this when, when Ovi like was on the precipice and like everybody was on the watch and I was trying not to hype it so much, but like after the like second team, the second national broadcast got bumped, I was like, okay, this is serious. Yeah. This is great. Uh, I don't think we're, unfortunately, even though Backstrom deserves it, is going to get that treatment. Yeah. But he absolutely deserves it. And I can't wait for it to happen. <clears throat> you know. Well, for context, he would be the 54th to have 700 assists. There's only right. eight with 700 goals. True. Yeah, I mean, like, 700 goals is obviously, like, we, we've discussed this. We talked about it in the last Hockey Chill Hip Check about how uh, this is why OV is better than Crosby and will be more remembered in history and more pertinent to hockey. But uh, with the whole, with Backstrom, you know, I wonder if they're going to, like, jump the bench and do the thing like the boys, like I they did so. with OV on like six or 700 or 600 or whatever. Um, I would, I'd love to see it because, you know, no, no guy deserves 
I mean, it's just so fitting that he gets 700 assists. And from what Carl Olsner was telling us about how he's such a team player and how we've seen him multiple, multiple times box out a defender just to make sure that somebody's like empty net goal gets in when he could have easily just pushed it in himself, you know? Yeah, I, I posted a video on our Twitter and it was maybe Chimera? I don't know. If you go back to our tweet when we tweeted out the Carl Olsner episode, mm. there's a video that I put in reference to him mentioning that about Backstrom. Yeah. A video of him boxing out somebody so that they would get the empty net goal instead of him tapping it in. I mean, he is – he's a team guy. Right. Like, and, what a beauty. And in, in addition to about to have his 700 assist – he is 23 games away from 1,000. Wow. So, uh, yeah. he. I think. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 977. So, yeah. he should eclipse 1,000 games before the season ends. Knock on wood. Right. Knock on wood. Because, you know, we... I mean, honestly. And we've talked about this so many times this season. Nick Backstrom looks like he's 25 years old again. I mean, the way he's skating, just with such confidence and and being able to, like, pot goals. You know, they talked to him after Sunday's win against New Jersey and talking about the assist mark and everything. He's like, you know, that was a big deal because they wanted it to happen where Ovi scored his 700th goal to be do it in the same arena, get the 700th assist. Didn't happen. Uh, even though that give and go on Sunday was all him, yeah. he, he feeds Wilson and Wilson gives him a real nice pass back to finish it. Uh, so, you know, it would be serendipitous, but kind of honestly, I, I mean, I, I don't really care. I hope that he gets it and makes the legacy his own. Right. I mean, I feel like Backstrom's the player that, uh, his, is in Ovechkin's shadow a lot. Yeah, it'll, it'll almost give him his own moment. Yeah, I mean, it'll still be Not his he, own moment, but it'd be it'll be even more of a standout moment. Right, and I don't even feel like he cares that much, honestly. No, and a, another quote from him was they asked him about him scoring all goals. He's like, "Yeah, I I don't know what's happening. I don't know why I'm yeah. scoring so many goals." <laughs> it's like I have no idea what's going on, um, but I'm there for it. And good for him, man. I, I love to see it. Um, they need another cup. That's what they need. Yeah, and as much as I want Ovi to break the record, I love seeing him have a higher assist ratio right now. It's 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 showing one that he's not a selfish prick like people think he is, <laughs> and it's showing that he's a playmaker. And the Capitals are taking advantage of people, you know, zeroing in on him. And I think it's great. And I hope Becky keeps scoring goals. He'll get 700 at some point. Absolutely. Yeah. No doubt, man. It's a great time to be a Capitals fan. I hope that by the time that you're listening to this, that we're riding that wave and we're still up. I would love to be talking to you as we were sitting on like a five game winning streak. 
because I think that this week is a really big test uh, from what we've been, you know, we've, we've had the Sabres, we've had the Devils, the Penguins are always a test, but then we've played the Rangers and, and New York, uh, I mean, the Islanders. So I feel like after this, we've played, I, we probably have played everybody already, but. I think we have, yeah. Yeah. I like us matched up against Boston. So I'm hoping that they, the boys prove me right and we look good against Boston, win those. And then uh, Philly, Philly's deadly. But again, you know, right now when you, when the Caps are playing top level hockey that they can play, I think they're world beaters. They are, um, you know, and as of Sunday, they were five, one and one in their previous seven games. So even though we have ridiculously high expectations, they're a very good team and you know they're they're living up to the hype, I think. And a lot of people aren't giving credit where credit's due because or they're piling on because look, this is a brand new coach, brand new system, zero time to practice it. Yeah. And they keep saying they keep like the announcers keep referring to like Locker and and uh, Beninati keep referring to this thing this conversation they had with Laviolette who said it's going to take twenty twenty two games for the boys to like figure it out and then after that it should be smooth sailing or they should be taken you know they should be now reacting within our my system versus just trying to learn it yeah so we're at that point. It's, it's time to see it take off. Absolutely, and I think we have. So the assist is going to come, and, you know, like true pros, nobody gets caught up on it, and eventually uh, it just happens, you know? Yeah, so, you know, keep doing you, Becky. Absolutely. Love Backstrom so much. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, well you know, uh, I, so I do that. Polly Cupcakes, three stars after every game mm-hmm. on Twitter. I've been doing yeah. that this season. I feel like I've been doing it every week, every game, so i got to keep going now. Yeah, um, but you're, you're pot committed. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I want to put Backstrom in the top three every week, and sometimes I'm like, i got to put some – like i got to find a reason <laughs> to put somebody else in there, but – Backstrom is always making a case in my mind for being one of the three stars. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more, man. I mean, like I said, this is, it's incredible. He's got 10 goals and this is the fastest time he's had it, had that reached that 10 goal mark in his entire career. Yeah. That's just says something about it, right? Like it's yeah. crazy. Half a goal game. That's a, that's a good pace. I'll take it. I'll take it. So, you know, hey, I'm excited to see the rest of the season now. Where at one point we were kind of sketch. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. We have anything else? Um. No. Uh, I think we're two weeks away from college hockey conference tournaments. So be on the lookout for that. Notre Dame going to get to the finals and blow it? No. They're, uh, I think the only way they make the tournament is if they win their conference tournament, which they could do, but I don't think it's likely. Good. Good. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, uh, 
check out college hockey. It's it's getting down to the the nitty gritty. Absolutely. I mean, if that's your thing, for sure. Well, if you like hockey, you should like college hockey. Fair enough. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, Hershey. Hershey looks good. They do. They do. Fukali has his first shutout of recent, so interesting Interesting to see that. Uh, a lot of our young guns in Hershey have actually been doing really good, so maybe we should have Richard Blosser on to tell us about it. Maybe let's give it let's give it like five or six more games though. Make sure it's a real thing, not just a flash in the pan, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, Cavs fans. Until next week, it's always good talking to you guys. Hit us up on social media. You know, follow us, subscribe to our channel on uh, on Megaphone here um, or on i iTunes or wherever you're listening to podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Um, and uh, until next week. Hockey Troll, Polly Cupcakes, signing off. Hey, Caps fans. Thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Troll podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trolling on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly Cupcakes, at Cupcake Polly on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And follow the show's handle, at Caps Chirp, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network at HockeyPodNet on social and thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. The Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. Check them out, or we're not friends anymore.